Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports of the Legend along with my co host Macaulay Matthew. I am, of course, William Ammo. What's up, Mac? What's going on? Hey, well, how's it going on this Saturday night? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here with you. And, um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Sports of the Legend. We got a fun, still packed episode. Uh, coming up, we got we got two big uh, wrestling pay-per-views coming up. We got uh, AEW's Forbidden Door pay-per-view tomorrow night. We got the uh, Money in the Bank coming up next week. Um, we're also going to tell you what's going on uh, with the NBA draft that just went down a few days ago, uh, and you know, give you a little um, summary about what's going on in uh, MLB lately and what else is going on in the world of sports and entertainment. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, 
thank you for, uh, you know, tuning in. And if you want to let your voice be heard on any of these topics or more, we'd love to hear from you. And that number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, With that said, um, yeah, let's just tip off with the NBA draft. And uh, uh, to be be very honest with you, Max, uh, I really don't even care who got drafted because Nick 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 didn't have any draft. That's what I'm saying. So to be honest with you, I really don't care who got drafted, but, you know, I'm sure a lot of people will care. So I'm going to run through this. Number one, as expected, Victor uh, Wimbayama um, from France, big center, generational talent. I'm hearing he he got drafted as expected by San Antonio Spurs. As expected. Uh, as expected, uh, you know. Congrats to him and uh, you know him being drafted number one, a prestigious honor. Uh, number two. Uh, the the Charlotte Bobcats, or, or should I say, it looks like it's the Charlotte, Charlotte Hornets. Hornets I should, Charlotte Hornets, I should say. My fault. I'm a, I'm a, I guess I'm a decade behind. <laughs> the Charlotte Hornets, uh, back to the '90s. To uh, the Hornets are back in Charlotte as they always belong. Uh, they picked Brandon Miller out of Alabama, small forward. He's number two. Number three. Uh, the the Portland Trail Blazers uh, select the point guard uh, Scoot Henderson. Uh, number four is the Houston Rockets. Funny how number one and four are both Texas teams who knocked the, the Knicks out of the NBA Finals two years in a row. I mean yeah. two two NBA Finals in a row. Two NBA Finals, obviously. Ninety nine the Spurs and and of course ninety four um, with the Houston Rockets. Um, but yes, number four, the Houston Rockets select at a overtime elite, the point guard, Amen Thompson. And I guess the, the Houston Rockets are saying amen to that. Oh, yeah. So number five, at a overtime elite, uh, teammates, they got uh, drafted back to back, small uh, shooting guard, I should say. Azura Tom. Oh yeah, aren't they twins? Wait a minute. I think they 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 were twins in this draft. Yeah, they they they're the twins. Yeah, that were in the draft. So uh, not only were they teammates, but they've been teammates for life. So congratulations congratulations to both men, uh, both brothers. Uh, a great day in the Thompson household. Uh, the the Detroit Pistons, uh, you know, select them with the fifth pick. Yep. Uh, number six, Orlando Magic. This is like a 90s theme right here. <laughs> yeah, for uh, real. The, the Orlando Magic uh, with the sixth pick out of Arkansas, the shooting guard, they pick Anthony Black. Number seven, the Pacers. Wow, we, we're keeping this trend going. Like, yeah. Balile, uh, Colobli. I guess he's from France, shooting, uh, I should say, rather small forward. Number eight, out of Houston, uh, the power forward, the um, 
the I believe I think this is the the Washington Wizards. Not to be confused with the Washington Bullets, as they were called in the nineties. Jarrice Walker um, was selected with the eight pick. Number nine, Utah Jazz. Wow, this is really a, a nineties draft here. No, they did not. They did not redraft uh, Stockton or Malone. <laughs> they drafted the power forward at a UCF, Taylor Hendricks. And last but not least, number 10, the Dallas Mavericks, select out of Kentucky. No, this is not a Knicks pick. We pick out of Kentucky. They pick out of Kentucky the power, the point guard, Carson Wallace. So that's basically the, the top 10, you know, out of there. And uh, congratulations to all the men who were selected out of, um, you know, out of this draft. And uh, I guess the only minor Nick news was that uh, apparently after the Knicks got eliminated, um, Tipito and um, Obi Toppin got in an argument with each other. I'm assuming against uh, about his playing time. So then there was rumors that you know uh, Toppin might get traded to the Pacers or some other team, or maybe in in the the rumored. Um, Paul George trade that didn't go through because allegedly, um, you know, Paul Paul George would have wanted a $200 million plus extension or something like that, which um, Paul George is a great player. He'd be a great addition to the team, but, you know, he is injury prone. So um, giving making him sign a $200 million contract uh, might, might not be the best move. But if you want to get him on a few – make him sign a few, you know, a few-year deal. I mean, I'd be in favor of that, you know, and then pursue Donovan Mitchell whenever he's free in a few years. I mean, I'd be okay with that, but uh, that the deal didn't go through. And, um, you know, um, oh, and to turn this story, to make the story even crazier, uh, Obi Toppin's brother, if I'm not mistaken, Jacob Toppin, got drafted by the Knicks. So uh, we shall see if both both Toppin brothers will play together yeah. in, in the Knicks uniform. Uh, other big news, um, Chris Paul looks like he might finally have a chance of winning that championship. He gets traded to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, so congrats to him. Um, and I think Bradley Beal got traded to the Suns. Oh yeah, that's gonna. So be, that was a big, big deal. Yeah, well. you, that's gonna be. I mean, you got Durant, Booker, and Beal. I mean, that team is gonna be scoring a lot of points. Mm-hmm. I mean, they should lead the league in scoring next year. They should, and and with that, they should uh, uh, win a title. Yeah. If they can play enough D. Yeah, but you know the they got the war the Nuggets though. Yeah, the well, the Warriors also, you know, they they look good Paul now. So, yeah, the West is going to be jam packed. Yep, as usual. Uh, I'm trying to think what other major stuff happened in uh, in in the NBA draft. You know, the NBA trade that I oh, uh, Porzingis got traded to the Celtics. Yeah, I heard about that. That's a good look Time for the Celtics. Trade. Yeah, yes, that's sir. that's a. That's a great move, you know. They 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 trade away uh, Marcus Smart, uh, Marcus Smart, uh, but yeah, Porzingis, you know, he's you know you got Porzingis, you know, he had his career year, you know, in, in that Celtics uniform, man, he's gonna 
Man, he's going to be uh, – not only is he going to get booed out of the garden, he's, he he looks to, to make a – you know, make a huge a huger leap. Yeah. You know, going going to Boston. So yeah, that's a, a a big move for him. A great move for him. Great signing for him. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with that. You know. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think if there's anything else major that happened uh, NBA trade wise. Um, that that I I'm not I'm not thinking off the top of my head. But yeah, it was a busy, um, busy what you know, a busy um, rumors, you know, um, you know, um, NBA wise. So you know, we'll keep we'll keep posted what what's going on. Yeah. Um, shifting gears. By the way, on the NBA side. On the Knicks, uh, they got a Obi Toppin's brother. Oh yeah, I just said that. Oh Jacob okay, Toppin. Toppin. I, yeah, I missed that. Okay. Now, there's been some drama with Obi Toppin. It sounds like also. Yeah, with Tom Thibodeau, I just said that too. Oh okay, all right. I, I missed that. I thought you were still talking about the the draft. Sorry about that. No, that's all good. Um, with with uh, Josh Hart, he agreed. He agreed with the Knicks that they're gonna extend the 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 um the deadline, whether or not he'll he'll agree to the option. Because if he agrees to the option, he'll he can sign a four year deal, uh, with the Knicks in August. So um, the Knicks agreed to extend uh, their midnight deadline uh, on Sunday to uh, rather I should say, uh, from Saturday to to June twenty ninth. Interesting. And he could opt in and extend a, a $12.9 million contract or decline the option and become an unrestricted free agent. Yeah, we so, got to bring this guy back. Yeah. So if he agrees to the option, he'd be eligible to sign a four-year extension, $80 million with the Knicks in August. Wow. And as you know, he had a, you know, a, a, a you know, big year with the Knicks. Um, you know, he... He um, he averaged 10.2 points, seven rebounds, three assists uh, in 30 minutes. Um, you know he, you know he was he was definitely our our, our sixth man. You know, and he was, you know, he came up big uh, in the playoffs. You know. Um, yeah, he was a uh, he was. Uh, I mean, he didn't do that much in the offensive side in the semi semi uh, conference finals against Miami. But the, in that first round, you know, he Against he, he was scoring. He was uh, getting putbacks, playing good defense. Um, he was one of the main reasons we we uh, won that series against the Cleveland. Oh, um, yeah. But we definitely need to bring him back. You know, he adds a different element to this team, and I like his energy. And he's probably uh, our best defensive player when you think about it. Definitely, because Mitchell Robinson disappeared in that series, the um, the yeah. Heat series. He got scorched by the heat. Oh, yeah. And uh, speaking of a guy who, who was on the team who didn't even play, who has postseason experience, uh, the Knicks decided to decline Derrick Rose's uh, team option. So, um, yeah, Derrick Rose is going to be a free agent. Yeah, I'm, I'm still scratching my head why 
why the Knicks didn't play rules in the playoffs when we could have used his offense. They could make like any you, sense. And like you mentioned, they could have used Fournier too. Like yeah, Fournier was a you know a great scorer. I think that's what that's where Thibodeau falls short. Is that his decision making sometimes is questionable. You know, you have guys who could score, and we could have used Fournier's three point shooting and Rose's slashing to that they could they could have helped us greatly in that series. But I don't know why he kept using some of these guys who hardly played. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, man, it's a it's a it's messed up. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see what uh, what happens. Uh, you know, um, in the coming weeks, and then when you know free agency uh, gets kicked off. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely keep keep you posted on uh, what's going down. But yeah, let's shift gears uh, uh, with the Mets. Uh, the Mets, man, they've been they've been playing horribly uh, lately. They did they did win. Um, uh, yes, uh, I should say earlier today. Um, um, final score four to two. Scherzer had back to back, you know, great starts. Uh, he went I think six innings, struck out eight eight uh, Phillies. Um, and uh I say the, the the player the the player of the game would be uh David Robertson. I mean he, he came in in a five out save opportunity and he, he got two big double plays in the eighth and in the ninth inning and he said, you know, this is this is like the best game of his life because um and this guy pitched in the World Series last year and he won the World Series with the Yankees in what, oh nine. So Wow but yeah, he said that this he never had he never had a um two double plays in the game high school or anywhere wow, so he was really? he was pretty pumped up to beat his uh former team and it was a big uh he he hadn't pitched in a week cuz the, the the Mets have been horrible like when they're when they're scoring they can't hit and when they hit they can't score you know the 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 recipe of a horrible team you know Mets are like for in fourth place i mean is the Mets if the Mets do win tomorrow, uh, this would be their first series win since uh, last month. I think it would be the May May thirtieth. Uh, let me let me uh, uh, tell you because it was like the last month. So they beat Zach Wheeler, the, the former Mets. Uh, they would they would have their first series win. Since the May thirtieth to June the the, the June first uh, game sweep of the Phillies, so yeah, the 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 Mets season uh, is really really bad. I mean, they did win, they won today. That's yeah. great, but they've been they've been embar- embarrassing, man. Like they have the highest payroll in the history of the game, and man. they they have nothing to show for it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Another big news: uh, they traded Eduardo Escobar. Uh, to the Angels for like two um, minor league prospects. So, um, you know, yeah, we all know um, Eduardo Escobar. He he wasn't playing the way you know we expected him to um, uh, this year. 
Uh, but you know, he was a great teammate to the guys. He was he was a great mentor to uh, Brett Beatty, as he assumed the you know the the, the third base position. Um, so yeah, he'll he'll be missed for sure. You know, he he was a good quality character guy. You could see he was a guy who clearly wanted to be a Met. But you know they, you know, this looks like it's going to be a big uh, you know a great opportunity for him in you know in the Angel uniform. So. Uh, you know, best of luck to Ed, uh, you know Eduardo Escobar, you know, on his on the trade, and you know, of course, you know, he kept it classy. You know, he thanked the fans. He takes the um, Lindor, you know, said, said that you know he's gonna miss him, and you know his locker room was near him, and you know Buck Showalter talk about the quality guy he is. Yeah, they basically found out during the game yesterday night, which was on Apple TV, which. A lot of people couldn't get unless they had Apple TV subscribe subscription. But I mean, the Mets got their butt kicked five to one, so I didn't really miss anything. But you know, this um, you know all this these different sh- channels that you streaming thing and all these different channels you you know you gotta get you gotta subscribe to so you can watch so you can watch a full season, man. So it's just it, it's I mean it's crazy, man. It's it's like. It's like kind of like video games with the DLC stuff is just getting out of hand, you know, um, or, or or those those supposedly pay-to-play games, you know, those free those free games that that supposed to be free and in order for you to advance in the game, you have to pay real life money to mm-hmm. to unlock yep. people instead of you know your hard work and being a good player and beating unlocking them the old school old fashioned way. Like yeah. you gotta use real money. Like is that, I mean that's. That's that's what I basically uh, compare it to, you know. It's ridiculous. You can't you can't even watch a full series season. You can't even watch a full season of your favorite team anymore, unless if you subscribe to all of these different things. Like, yeah, I think that's a joke. Like these these channels. Like, I mean, if you're not if this is not your hometown team, then I, I you know, then fine. If they want to make money, I mean that way. I mean. That's their prerogative, but if you're gonna block out your home, the home team teams that you can't even watch on your own, the channels that you're used to, like it's, I mean, it's a joke, man. It's 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 a, it's a straight it's up joke. Stupid. I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. Like it's, I mean, it, what what else can I say? What what's your thoughts, Mac? I mean, the Mets. Uh, yeah, you guys have been horrible all year. And it's yeah. no surprise. Um, I'm and I'm surprised also because, um, you, I mean, like you mentioned, you guys do have the highest payroll in baseball, and you have two Hall of Fame pitchers on your staff. Yep. You know, um, that alone should motivate Mets to play better. But yeah, no, you guys have been very inconsistent this year, and at this point, you're what 14 games behind the Braves. I mean, it's gonna be tough catching catching them. Oh, we're way we're way behind. I, I think we're we're four games behind the Phillies. Oh, You're fourteen four, fourteen games behind the Braves. Oh, fourteen. Yes, yes. I, yeah. I think you said four games. Fourteen. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So you know you got a long way to go. Seems like hundred games, hundred games behind the the Braves because well, uh, those guys can't lose. Yeah. Yeah. No Braves. You know they're they're pretty good, and so is the Marlins who are playing. Been playing good as well in that division, but Mets, uh, yeah, man, it, they gotta get it turned around because we're it's summer if, now. Do you mind if the Braves go to your division now? 
<laughs> I'm tired of these guys. We man. got the we we already got the raise, man. No thanks. So. <laughs> I'm tired of these guys, man. Like they they have a stranglehold on our on our on our division, man. It's a, it's a it's a it's a joke, man. It's, a, it's not even funny, man. Like these guys are always number one in our division. Like you could probably count on one hand the times in the past twenty something years that the, you know the the Mets. You know, won the division and and the the, the Braves got knocked off their their pedestal. It's, it, I mean, it's a joke, man. Yeah, I mean, what do you think needs to change for the Mets to play better? What needs to happen? An exorcism. <laughs> I I mean, it, it's, it a, help, it's yeah, a, that that could help. Yeah. I mean, it's a joke, man. Like they, uh, one thing I, they definitely need to do is call up their uh, one of their top prospects. Uh, you know Ronnie uh, Mauricio, this guy he, he he plays second base, he plays DH, he's playing, he's starting to play a little outfield in uh, in Triple A, and this guy, you know he's been hitting the ball, you know he's been hitting home runs, he's, he's you know he's been a, a good hitter. I think he's, I think he hit maybe 11 to 14 home runs down in the minors or so. I, I lost count, yeah. but yeah, he he would definitely help the Mets offense. Um, but I guess they feel they still feel he's not ready. And then, not ready. <laughs> as uh, what's your name would say? Uh, Tiffany uh, Haddish. <laughs> yeah. She, well, she 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 be play she play better than some of these Mets players are playing right now. So. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just it's embarrassing, man. Like Mets, man. Like Mets. I mean, I I don't think that there's been any baseball team in the history of the sport. Since they debuted, that's been like made fun of more than the Mets. Like, yeah. there was a famous episode of Get Smart, that old school sixty show, that basically was um, uh, the uh, Maxwell Smart, the main character. He um, he was trying to um, find, this is when he was finding out his his um, his uh, sidekick, Agent Ninety Nine. So in order for him to find out who the identity of his his sidekick, he had the 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 code word was. The Mets won a doubleheader, and as you as you know, back in the days in the '60s, the Mets were were a laughing stock. So, so for the Mets to win a doubleheader, that would have been a historic event. Right. So basically, he you know he he goes up to people and without spoiling the joke, um, the 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 twist that he, he you know he goes up and acts you know he says the code, but the problem what he didn't know was that Mets really did win the doubleheader. It was in the newspapers. So, so he didn't know that. He didn't know that. So, you know, th- not to spoil that, you know, that clip or the episode, you know, he basically had to find out the hard way, you know, about, you know, giving the clue, you know. What I, but in any case, there's so many shows and, and movies that make fun of the Mets. Like the family guy had a, a you know, a fam- famous clip. Even Mary with children in that episode made Al Bundy made fun of the mess. Like people, and and he roots for the Cubs. Like I mean, like you you name it. Remember X play that video game show on G four? Oh they yeah, made fun I remember. Of the, they made fun of the mess like twenty something years ago, and I was like, oh come on, man! I was trying to. You can't even have escapism. You know what I mean? Like yeah, when your your team is horrible, you want to watch something, or you know, you know the. the you know, escape the a horrible loss, and then people are, are talking trash. Like, I mean, the mess. You know, I'm unfortunately I'm used to it, man. Like, it, it's a joke. Yeah. Another horrible year. The Mets are are 
are um, stinking up the joint. And for like the third or fourth time in the history, this is the worst team money can buy yet again. But even worse, because now we have the, the worst record in history, the, the worst sal- pay, salary, uh, you know, a payroll in history. And I guess that's all I have to say about that. What a disgrace. Yeah, I mean, well, if it makes you feel better, I mean, the Yankees have been just as inconsistent as the Mets, but they actually have a winning record. And they're still behind, almost 10 games behind the Rays in the AL East. And we've been without Aaron Judge for, what, uh, close to two weeks now, and our offense looks atrocious. I mean, sometimes we can't even score more than one run. We've been losing to the Mariners, and I think we won today against the um, – the Texas Rangers, Rangers one nothing, nothing. one one yeah. nothing, but mm-hmm. uh, our offense man is abysmal. I mean, yeah. since uh, since Judge has gone now, we 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 can't hardly score runs. You make a valid point. You know, you you did mention your offense is kind of atrocious. You know, you know who could remedy your your offense? Who? Scott Brocious. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? Because you said your the offense was atrocious. You know, Scott oh, Brocious. so you're rhyming. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, I see. Okay. You know, he was a great player. You know, he has that championship pedigree, as you you remember. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Can I help you guys out? Oh, yeah, yeah. We need a lot right now, and we just need Judge in the back, in the back of the line, and we need some of these guys to start hitting. And oh. offensively, you know, Cashman should have done done more to improve this this offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very disappointed in him that he didn't do more. Yep, I hear you. I, I'm with you with that. With uh, his disciple Billy Epler hasn't done anything either. Like, I mean, the, the, he 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 didn't really improve the the the, the team that much. Yeah. That, you know, everybody the bullpen the the starters are not going deep, and the bullpen are, are overused. Um, you know, Adavino, um, Robertson, uh, Drew Smith once he's once he's off this suspension, ten game suspension where he had which he had against you guys before he could even throw a pitch. Um yeah, they they they've had a lot of guys really they've had so many guys, you know, in the in the bullpen that um you know, that been overworked. Um Tyler McGill, he got sent down on Thursday, the same day his brother uh got his brother got sent down from the um, the Brewers on the same exact day, so it was yeah. not a fun day at the um, McGill household um, that day. Yeah. But um, yeah, the you know the Yankees, you know they're trying to bounce back. They got the the victory, and uh, they're gonna try to um, get the the rubber game tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. You know, right now. Um... The, the Yankees, they don't give you much to believe in right now, you know, mm-hmm. the way they've been playing lately. And so I just hope uh, Judge comes back. We need him back sooner than later because he's the guy that pretty much is great. the offense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is the offense once he's in that lineup because without him, I mean, our offense is one of the worst in the, in the, in the league. I hear you. And uh, yeah, coming up, you're going to be battling against 
two-eleven-time world champions. You you got the Oakland Athletics. You're gonna be in Oakland, and then you're gonna go. To, uh, you're gonna renew your rivalry, another rivalry, with the St. Uh, Louis Cardinals in St. Yeah. Louis. So that should be an interesting uh, week for you guys. Yeah. And then you come back and host uh, the Orioles, and then the Cubs. Uh, so, yeah, this is uh, this is uh, some you got some interesting uh, series coming up. Yeah, definitely. Which I expect the Yankees to you know feast feast on these teams. Uh, Cardinals. I hope. Let's hope so. Car- Cardinals should give you a challenge. You know that, that that they're always a tough team. To me, I've always said the the you know funny thing. It's kind of like I always say the Yankees are the the Lakers are the Yankees of, of the bat of basketball, but Cardinals to me is is the are are the the Celtics of ba- baseball themselves. So it's interesting how these two storied franchises are battling out. You, you think it's a it's a fall classic yet again. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I guess we'll, we'll see what happens. Oh yeah, there's a rumor I was reading that uh, somebody was suggesting that the 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 Mets should trade Marte to the Yankees and get Florio from you guys. Would you do that trade? Marte to the Yankees for Florio. Uh. Hmm. I would consider it. I wouldn't do it. Maybe I, I mean I I, I, I I would have to think about it. I wouldn't do that trade. Why? I mean I know Florio has you know he's a prospect he's a good prospect and all, but yeah Marte man I mean Marte hasn't been great I mean he's hit into a bunch of double plays he's been kind of injury prone a bit this year but. Uh, yeah, I would stick with Marte. I mean, I'd be interested in giving up. I would be more interested in giving Kana up. Even Kana, Kana's had a, he's had a decent year with the Mets. You know, he's had some, you know, he draws walks and, you know, he, he comes through sometimes, especially against the Phillies. But, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up on Marte. Yeah, that's a, yeah, I'd have to think about that. But um, yeah. Let's shift gears uh, to um, to AEW since they they're they're joining forces, or I should say they're clashing with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and they're gonna have their second annual Forbidden Door pay per view event coming up. So it's basically the stars of AEW are battling against the Japanese stars of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, second year in a row and here's uh here's what's gonna go down um let's just see you got um you got Athena formerly known as Amber Moon she's battling Billy Starks for the women's uh women's Owen Hart Cup tournament uh, first round, I'm picking uh, Athena to win that one. I'm agreeing with you on that. I'm going with Athena as well. Um, you got the United Empire, which is Jeff Cobb. I mean, Jeff Cobb, I should say. Kyle Fletcher and TJP versus the Los 
Ingomales de Japón, which is Shinjo Tagachi Bushi, and he <laughs> he me Takahashi in a six man tag yeah. team match. What is this? Is this a Chinese food restaurant? <laughs> no, actually, it's uh, United Empire versus uh, a team from Japan. Uh, so I'm going to pick United Empire, Jeff Cobb, Kyle Fletcher, and TJP to, to beat them. I'm going to go with you on that one. And Stu Grayson, he's going to battle El Fantasmo. Pick El Fantasmo for that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with that same pick. Uh, you got Mughal, uh, Mughal Embassy, Swerve Strickland. Toa Leona, not to be confused with Solo, uh, Solo Sokoa, your favorite. And Bishop Cohen, Kwan, however you pronounce this guy's name, versus Rupanji Vice, which is which has Rocky Romero and Trent Beretta and El Desperado. This is a six-man tag team match. Um, I am going to pick... Um, that's a good question. One of the teams is El Desperado. Uh, I don't even know who's in that group. To be honest with you, um, um, you know, I'm gonna pick Mogul Embassy to win this one. And then you got um, Kenny Omega. Uh, the the IG IWGF. Uh, I should say IWGP, United States Heavyweight Champion, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. I mean, you got two legendary uh, wrestlers, um, you know, battling it out, uh, you know, who definitely uh, battle all over the world and especially in Japan. Uh, I'm going to pick, hmm, that's a good question. Who shall I pick to win this? I can see it going either way. Um, um, maybe Will Ospreay will, will, will win this. And beat, I agree. Uh, Kenny Omega. Uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny Omega, I should say. That's going to be my pick as well. Probably have Don interfere, maybe. Um, Brian Danielson, that's a name that's very familiar to WWE fans when he was Daniel Bryanson. Daniel Bryan. He's going to be battling against Kushika Okada, uh, you know, a, a, a Japanese legend as well, um, in a singles match. Um, I guess Wait, what's what, what's, who's fighting? Brian Danielson versus Kazujika versus oh. uh, Okada. Okay, uh, I'm going with, with Brian Danielson. Yeah, I can see it going either way. Um, I could definitely see Brian Danielson winning. Um, maybe I will pick Okada to win, even though Brian Danielson is is a phenomenal wrestler. Um, I'm gonna pick, and then the next one is uh, Sonata versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Um. This is for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I'm going to pick Jungle Boy to win his first uh, uh, title. He might have won TNT title, perhaps. I'm not sure. But 
I'm gonna pick him to win the WGP World Heavyweight Championship. I'm going with that pick as well. All right. And then you got MJF uh, defending the AEW World Heavyweight uh, the World Championship, which he calls the the the, the Triple B uh, belt. Um, he's going against Hiroshi. Tanahashi and uh, I'm going to pick our MGF to retain the title hmm. and one. then then you have the Lusu, the, Lusu, the Lusuzuki gods which is Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara they they have a, a tag team called the, the Lasex gods that's their nickname but since they're teaming up with Minoru Minoru Suzuki, they they call it another the, Asian cuisine restaurant. The Suzuki <laughs> Uh and they're battling. This is an interesting one to circle around. So you got Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki, Thing, Darby Allen, and Tetsu, Tetsuya Nayato. And basically, um, Jericho lost to Nayato. Uh, um, I think in the the last Forbidden Door from last year, so um, and then this is gonna be the first time Jericho and Sting are in a match versus each other, so that's another that's another um, interesting milestone right there. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick Sting to defeat to pin Jericho. Wow. Wow. Unless a Triple H joins Jericho and 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 you know hits him with a sledgehammer and beats him and then they shake hands at, at at the end of the match, I think I think Sting is going to to win this one. Did that sound yeah. familiar to you? Yeah, I might have to agree with you there. Real quick. Did Sting getting hit with a sledgehammer and getting pinned by oh, yeah. him and then getting sh- his hand shaken at the end of the match ring a bell to you? Yeah, I mean that's what happened to him last time. <laughs> At uh, his only WrestleMania against right. Triple H. Yep. When they made it an NWO versus DX thing instead of, you know, you know, just having Triple H versus uh, Sting in that match. Right. Uh, then you have Blackpool Combat, Blackpool Combat Club, John Moxley, uh, you know, formerly known as Dean Ambrose. Willer Yuta and Claudio Gnoli, formerly known as Sozaro, uh, Konosuke Tekashita, um, and Shoto Yomino <laughs> versus The Elite, which is Hangman, Adam Page, Matt, Matt and Nick Jackson, you know, the Young Bucks. Eddie Kingston and Tomohiro Ishii in a ten man tag Jap- team. Japanese fighting. Yeah, because it's uh, AEW versus uh uh New Japan Pro Wrestling. This is the mm. this is the second annual Forbidden Door uh pay per view event. Wow. So the stars of both companies are gonna collide. And I'm going to pick um, I'm going with the Japanese on this one. Well, okay. Well, I mean, well, there is more Japanese. I guess I'm gonna have to agree with you. Um, 
because there's more Japanese wrestlers on the Blackpool Combat Club, and I think John Moxley is gonna like um, destroy the 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 elite. Um, so yeah, and the the, the Blackpool Combat Club is a heel group now. Um, unlike when when William Regal was created, they created the the group in honor of William Regal, but now they're they're heels right now. Hey, maybe not, maybe I should change my my um uh, my my pick with Brian Danielson. Maybe you should maybe you should win this one. He's gonna be a he, he's a heel now. I mean, you know what? I think I'm gonna change my pick. I'm gonna agree with you and pick Brian Danielson. Uh, you know, um, how did you pick him already? No, how? Did you pick him before? Uh, I think I picked Okada to to beat him. Oh, okay. Because I was kind of wavering either way which one which one he which one's gonna win. I see. And then you have um, CM Punk in his first, well, his first pay-per-view back uh, since the controversy he had almost, what, nine, ten months ago. Uh, he's going to be going against uh, Star Yoshi Kojima uh, in the men's Owen Hart uh, tournament first-round match. And, um, you know, there was rumors that they were wondering if he was going to face Kenta, you know, because they, you know, him and Kenta have beef with each other because Kenta ha- has issue with him ste- allegedly stealing the the go to sleep finisher from him. So he wanted, so um, there was some beef between them, and he said that he the only way he fights CM Punk is that they gave him a lot of money. And CM Punk don't seem interested in fighting him either. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna pick CM Punk to win this match. Me too. Then you got Orange Cassidy defending the AEW International Championship versus uh, Zack Saber Jr. Uh, Katsuyori Shibata and Daniel Garcia. Um, pick Daniel Garcia to win that that title. You know, bring that title to the to the Jericho Appreciation Society. So yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna pick Daniel Garcia to get an upset on that one. Um, then you had Tony Storm defending her AEW Women's World Championship versus Willow Nightingale, who had a big win against uh, Nyla Rose at the um, the, AE, the AEW Collision. Um, show that happened uh, earlier today. Um, yeah, Willow Nightingale, uh, I think she's the Ring of Honor pure champion or something like that. Um, I, I, I think uh, Tony Storm's going to hold on to the title a little longer. So I think Tony Storm's going to win that title. Uh, then you have Adam Cole Bebe versus Tom uh, Lawler in a singles match. And I think uh, Adam Cole's going to win that uh, title. I mean, win that match, I should say. So that's uh, the AEW uh, Forbidden Door pay-per-view. So great matches there. Yeah, they have some great great matches, uh, potential classic matches in this uh, pay-per-view coming up. And some potential first-time, uh, you know, title winners. Um, but yeah, let's move on to Money in the Bank. 
This this uh, pay-per-view is going to happen next week, uh, July 1st, in London, England, at the O2 Arena. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's go for it. Uh, basically you got, um, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Um, yeah, I think they won the, the NXT, they won the NXT, they unified the NXT tag team championships with, uh, um, with the, with the title, the, the current, uh, WWE uh, tag team women's tag team championships. Uh, they're gonna be defending their title against Liv Morgan and Ra- Raquel Rodriguez. Um, it is yes, it is for the unified WWE women's tag team championship, which was unified on SmackDown. And I think Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler are going to retain it. Even though I could see Liv Morgan winning the title, you know, her first match back again, but I think they'll 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 win it. I'm kind yeah, of on the fence. I agree. But I think Ronda Rice and Shayna Baszler will at least retain it one time. But then again, I could see them doing a shocking win and have Liv Morgan win it if Ronda Rice is going to take a break that we don't know about. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think uh, Ronda Rousey is going to win. Her and uh, that ugly, that ugly dude. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else uh, matches we have. We got um, Cody Rhodes versus Dominique Mysterio. Uh, I'm um, going to... Just a moment here, Dominique. You agree with me that Dominique, that Dominique Mysterio, he gets the most heat right now in WWE. Oh yeah, by far sure. than any other. He's a top heel. heel. Yeah, he's definitely a top heel, and his mic skills have been improvement. Also, yeah, he has, especially when he can't talk. <laughs> the fans are booing him out of the arena. Every time he grabs a mic, they they, they give him attitude error heat. Yeah, he can't even speak. <laughs> like it's not better. funny. Like Vicky Guerrero, his his um his potential mother, his potential um uh, mother stepmother, you know, had that um had uh Eddie Guerrero won that ladder match apparently. <laughs> Yeah. You know, we haven't seen that much heat since she was in WWE. Yeah. You know? You know, it'd be interesting if she came back to be his manager. That would, man, like, that would be insane. Like, wow. That would be a definite That'd be move. a good crossover. Oh, man. That would be, yeah, and it would be a nice, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Call back to her debut in WWE, both of their debuts in WWE. Yeah. Because Vicky Guerrero, I mean, she was she was you know you know supporting her husband, but this was before she had the the heel gimmick. Because you know, obviously she had it you know after you know the passing of Eddie Guerrero, when she be, became a heel and was a regular in WWE. Um. So you know what? I'm, my mind is telling me Cody Rhodes, but let's say. He get there's some type of interference. Maybe Brock Lesnar could cause Dominic to win or something. You know, well, my common sense is telling me Cody Rhodes is gonna win this. But what about if there's something screwy that happens and Dominic end up winning? That's that's what I'm like. Yeah, um, I'm leaning towards Cody. Yeah, I you know I got I got pick Cody Rhodes too. I mean, barring something unforeseen, Cody should should have this hands down. 
I'm gonna pick Cody Rhodes as well. Seth, yeah. Seth freaking Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I'm picking um, Rollins to retain it. Me too. I'm going with Rollins. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Zelina Vega versus Becky Lynch versus Zoe Starks, uh, Stark versus Bailey versus Io Sky versus Trish Stratus. Now, this is an interesting Money in the Bank ladder match right here. This is Trish Stratus' first Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, this is also Becky Lynch's first uh, Money in the Bank briefcase, I think, opportunity ever. So, this is this is interesting. I mean, I could see it going either way. Zelina Vega, she's been she's been killing it. Uh, Be- Be- Becky and Trish Stratus basically cancel each other out. Then you have Zoe Stark, which should give Trish an advantage. Bailey, I don't see her winning. I mean, I guess she's she's fighting. I guess she could potentially be fighting against Io Sky. Because Io Sky could be turning babyface in this match, possibly. Um, wow, who could win this? Who could win this thing? I don't think they're going to give it to Bailey. Io Sky could possibly win it. Um, it, it would be interesting to see Trish win it, but I don't think... And, and you know what? Props to Trish Stratus. She's, she's, you know, she's came back, man. She, this hasn't Have been like a one-off. Have you a picture of her? What you said? There's been a recent picture of her where she's posting, uh, she posted a selfie in a bikini, and man, she is fit. How old, how old is she? That? She's in her 50s, right? I would say so, or close to it. Yeah, she's looking good. 49, maybe. Give me, oh, give me some good. of that, give me some of that milk. 47. 47, okay, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, props to her coming back, like, this was not a, a one-time off thing, she, she has a few with Becky Lynch, and she's, She's competing regularly. Like had her first match in like twelve years on Raw. I mean, she's um she's killing it. I, I wasn't expecting her to to be stay, to stay full time like this. Yeah, yeah. They're holding it down. Yeah, I'm trying to think who could win this. Definitely not Zoe Starks. Definitely not Bailey. Uh, it would have to be between Becky, Zelina Vega, and Trish. Uh, maybe Becky won't win it because she's a baby face. Zelina Vega, she's a baby face too. I mean, I'd like to—I would love to see her win it, but she's probably not gonna win it unless she turned heel. Maybe. Um, yeah, I, I, Io Sky could win it if she turns, fa- you know, baby face. Maybe. Should I pick Trish? I mean, man. Um, I mean, Trish could technically win it and go away and pop up anytime within the year and cash it in. Um, you know, I'm going to pick Trish. That's what I'm I was pick. thinking. What you said? That's what I was thinking, Trish. But, um, yeah, this one's tough. Damn it. This one's very tough. Uh, this is a toss-up. Who are you talking? Who who who's the toss up with? That you're I was picking? I was I was picking the Trish also, but Trish or who? Who's Bailey? Who's who's who Bailey? The particip- who's the other yes. participants in this okay. match? Okay, there's Bailey, there's Eo Sky, 
There's Zoe Starks, there's Becky Lynch, and Zelina Vega. Yeah, I could, yeah, I mean, Bailey, yeah. Look at Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah, this, it could go either way. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, this, I'm, I'm going to go with Becky Lynch also. I mean, not Becky Lynch, Trish, I, I should say. All right. You know, and I, I could see Becky Lynch or Bailey win. Yeah. But I'm gonna go with Trish. Alright, so we agree. Um yeah. then you got the men's money in the bank. This this is this is an interesting money in the bank selection too. You got Ricochet, you got Shinsuke Nakamura, you got LA Knight, you got Santos Escobar, you got Butch. I didn't even know Butch was in this match. Damian Priest and Logan Paul. The two people I'm thinking could win this is is either LA Knight or Logan Paul. Yeah, that's I could, one. I, I could clearly see Logan Paul winning, you know, because the whole publicity of him, you know, parading around all over the place with the money in the bank. It'd be, it's it's going to be like the 24-7 belt when you think about it with yeah. with, with R-Truth or, or the hardcore belt from the Attitude Era, you know, him walking around and with the, with the briefcase. Any moment he could cash it in, but I, I'm thinking it's LA Knight, man. I mean, if if yeah, that's if, all, yeah. If LA Knight, a, there's so much behind him right now, you know. It, yeah, he's trying to hype him up. No, I think WWE's been trying to um, put his his hype on 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 on, on shut, shutting it down. You if think Triple, so? Yeah, if Triple H if Triple H is really in charge, I think he'll win it. But if Vince McMahon is like. Hey, I think Logan Paul should win it, you know. Look at the publicity, you know. You too. Did Logan Paul win the money in Meg already? Logan, no, Logan Paul never won it. I could have sworn he won it last year or something. Maybe I'm wrong. Nah. Oh. He never won it. Didn't he, ask, didn't he win something? And think about it. If he wins the, the money in the bank and becomes the first champ, he'll be the first celebrity champion since uh, David Arquette. Didn't, didn't he win something last year? I don't think so. Let me let me. Uh, I'll even double check. I thought he, I thought he oh, won something last year. Oh, he won the twenty four seven. The aforementioned twenty four seven. Oh, there you go. There you let go. Let me do, let me just yeah. make sure. But I'm pretty sure he won the the the, the um the the twenty four seven because me and you and everybody has won that that um yeah that um that thing. Let me see if he. Let me see. Let's see. If he won it, then let me see. Um, I'm seeing if he won it. Uh, let me see. Yeah, so far I can't see if he, he won the, 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 what you want to call it, the, um, Twenty four seven. I mean, it's possible. Okay. Because everybody won that thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm picking LA Knight. I mean, if, if Triple H really has the autonomy as he claims to have, even though Vince McMahon is, you know, back, I, I see LA Knight winning because LA Knight, man, he he's been on a roll. You can't deny this guy his, his shot. They denied him at WrestleMania. 
like he like he said, you can't have you can't have a LA WrestleMania without LA Knight, and they they proved them wrong. Yeah, they, they didn't have him or Bobby Lashley in that in that um in that uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. And, and supposedly Lashley came back in a live event, so he he could be popping up any moment. And last but not least, you had the Bloodline, um, Ro- Roman Reigns, and Solo Sokoa versus the Usos. And as you know, the Usos finally um, stood up to Roman Reigns and super kicked them. And now the Usos are now on their own, and they're going to try to battle the, the Bloodline for you know, primacy of the the family tag teams. But I'm picking Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa to win this one. Really? You. Wow. I know the they his title his his WWE title is not on the line, but I think, you know, Roman Reigns, you know, wants to show them who's boss. And they I'm did lose the against Usos. they did lose the the opportunity Against Sami Zayn and um, what you call it, and um, oh Kevin Owens. So I think uh, this is the the Bloodline's way of getting that fifty fifty booking and getting that that W back. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Usos. You're, right, you're I, sticking with the Bloodline. Yep, sticking with the Bloodline. Okay. Yeah, I mean, should be a great. Review event coming up next week. Oh yeah, Saturday, right? Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think it's next Saturday. Yeah, next Saturday coming up. Okay. Or I should say this Saturday coming up. But um, anything you'd like to mention, Mac, before we uh we head out? No, uh, check out my show iMac every Saturday at ten. Check the local listings for that, and come back here check out Sports Urban Legend every. Saturdays at 11, only on Block Talk Radio. Yep, you heard the guy. Check out his, his uh, podcast, Sports. I mean, uh, iMac. Check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV. And, of course, come back every Saturdays at 11. Check out this 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 channel, this, this show, Sports Urban Legend. Every, same Sports Urban Legend channel. Same Sports Urban Legend time, sport, same Sports Urban Legend channel. Check it out. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we want to thank you for tuning in to Sports Urban Legend. He's Macaulay Matthews. I'm William Mamo. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.